0: I use, like, this uh, isotope nectar
1: for oh, processing. Oh, I it's know, glasses right? in the door. Thank you.
0: Secret glasses. Oh, okay, different glasses. Glasses change.
1: It was necessary.
0: <laughs> I kind of like the sunglasses more, but that's fine.
1: <laughs> I just got prescription sunglasses, and I'm uh, not used like a- to, like... Uh, i'm not yeah. used to like switching in between two different pair of glasses which was the exact thing i feared when i bought them
0: yeah i i, I had a couple i had a pair of um prescription sunglasses one time and i had a, it was such a such a treat and i lost them i have no idea where the fuck they were. i don't know how you lose something like that but i lose shit all the time dude but it happens at our house yeah say who you are though say who you guys are let's let's start there who,
1: who we are yeah Hi, I'm Jason. There you go. I'm, and I'm John. John.
2: <laughs>
1: and we're two members of Cult Therapy. I just like to see how people react
0: to it. I, mean, I just like to see how people like answer that question because it's so weird. Yeah. It's so cheesy to be like, oh, I'm in a band, dude. At least oh, that's yeah. how I feel. Yeah, <laughs> <know? know? laughs> It's like such a small, the way I feel is it's such an actually small portion of like my identity as a person, the fact that I'm in a band. You know what I mean, but. Just don't tell
1: your co workers. Yeah. That's like the worst.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. How has that been?
2: Uh, I mean, like. It's like, the same shit, right? Like, those. Have you seen those memes they are like, oh, uh, office, office band? Like, I play a tambourine. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm gonna dude. play the triangle.
1: That's immediately. Is that kind of a stupid shit? That's immediately what I got. I also play guitar. Can I play in your band?
0: Oh, my God. My dad does that shit to me. Yeah, he doesn't play anything. <laughs> He's like, you got someone plays a skin flute. I'm like, all right, Dad, have, have a beer, man, relax. <laughs> Very dad like. but my dad will always do this. Also do this thing where it's like, if he sees a band playing anywhere, he'll be like, I could see you guys playing here. Like, yeah, it's like, just
2: any live music anywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. like up north. He like they live in like the Traverse City area, and there's like this little village brewery that like has like. Dad rock, blues rock, yacht yeah. rock bands, cover bands playing and stuff. It's like, I can see you guys playing. I'm like, Dad, we're kind of like, uh, like, want to be Radiohead. Like, I don't know if it's the vibe <laughs> yeah. for like family night. You, you know, listen what
2: I mean? to my bed, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: thing is, I know he has, <laughs> and uh and I'm probably to give him credit. I'm probably just like selling myself short, you know. I'm, I like to, I come up with all kinds of excuses as to why like I shouldn't do something, you know. So. Maybe we'd be totally cool to go play. I don't maybe know. I, I mean, like like a, a, you feel like
1: you g in a daydream would sound great in the yacht
0: scene, I'm sure you guys would kill it. I, I wish, wish it was to. like a real yacht scene, but it's just the it's just where people play like Eagles covers. Yeah. I would I would if I was invited to play on a boat, like I would have to say yes just on person. Just to do it. Yeah. yeah. It'd end up being like a pontoon boat or something though. Mm-hmm. That's just that's my that's my uh pedigree.
1: I played I Where's <laughs> the so weirdest place you ever did play a show?
0: Oh dude. Um probably just like an Ann Arbor co-op that I used to live in when I went to college. Okay. And then I played there like ten years later, and it was like some of the co op shows are cool. They're like in a in a living room and like yeah. it's like a tight space, like very like quintessential punk rock type of vibe house show but then this one was just like literally the co-op itself was like an old converted dorm so it was big and then they put us downstairs in like this multi-purpose rec room with like a ping pong table pushed up against the wall and then there's like a community fridge and like a posting board and shit and just a floor where they like brought in some speakers and had us play and people are like walking in and out grabbing their food and stuff It, it was it was weird.
1: We just played uh, Monty House over in Lansing. Oh, yeah. And it was kind of like, first of all, school's not in. So, like... Right. And it's just a party. So, it was, like, the most bizarre thing because it's a small room, and it's a really fucking cool space, but, like, I feel like every time you uh, looked up from, like, playing, there might be three people there, or five people there, or there might be 20. So, like, right. every time I looked up, there was a different crowd because people were just passing through in and out
0: you know yeah i do love playing uh houses like if it's a party like Same. a good time yeah. you know like you ever guys been out to kalamazoo at all no it, not with this band you should check out uh, if you ever want to go there's like back rooms okay it's a house like on the western campus but it's uh it's not like an officially affiliated house or anything it's just like people live there <laughs> you know? And they throw these fucking huge parties, I guess. Like, they're known for... Uh, like, none of the bands really brought a draw that would justify the amount of people that was at the show. Those are always the best shows. And man. it was just fun as fuck. Yeah. Like, it was so full. Like, the upstairs was full. The downstairs was full. It was just nuts. But, uh, I mean, what about you guys like, as far as, like, weirdest places?
2: Well, we've. I mean, we've only been a band for a little over a year now so yeah. we haven't played a ton of shows or anything together but we've been in bands separately and i have mine what's yours i don't want well, tell me yours and then uh, all like, right give me a minute to think cause so I've been a lot of so we spots. we played a show one time in in the last band that i was in and i can't remember how we got sold on it but it was one of our buddies that was booking the show and it was a church show which like We've played oh, church shows before, but this one was like we were the only like band that was actually playing. Oh yeah. And everyone else was like singing like it was just like singers. Mm. With a microphone with a backing track and they were like <laughs> middle aged people that were singing songs about Jesus. <laughs> and, then, and then we're like oh Mrs. man Mrs. Hawkinson? yeah okay. I was like oh Sweet. shit did they pay well? did the church pay well? I don't even remember man like we we played it and got out as soon as possible and then like two days after we played that show our bass player quit uh, <laughs> i say for me dude yeah. uh, nobody blamed them did they? no and, but I mean we none of none of we weren't into it it was just like well, we took one for the team, and yeah. we're not going to do that anymore. Like yeah. we will be a little bit more inquisitive about shows that we're playing. Yeah, I played a ton of church shows. Right, so many. That's kind but of. Yours
0: were, that's kind of a thing cool. that I've heard is pretty. Uh, I mean, if you if you find yourself in like the right scene, like the church sometimes like the churchy people i don't mean that like in a derogatory sense churchy just sounds like i'm being insulting but i mean it's, you're, you're uh, in dude, good company yeah, yeah you're yeah well like i you know i had friend my friend adam uh back in the day he used to work for this uh catholic church in in ipsy and they would like have like he knew a bunch of people that were like playing in the church band that were also pretty like known in the general music scene yeah and so there was a lot of overlap there i feel like you know The the church kids can be pretty scandalous in their own right. They can. We we always
1: lucked out because, like, you'd play, like, Max Bar and Lansing, and you have to, like, beg for your 50 bucks in gas money at the end of the night. Yeah. Um, Or, like, a lot of times they offered to pay us some beer, and, like, at the time none of us were old enough to drink. Oh, okay. So it's like we can't really – I mean, we could, but, like – as soon as we'd say, like, no, we're not 21, or, like, we're not old enough, they'd be like, oh, never mind then. Oh. And then, like, uh...
0: Old so enough in the play- eyes of the Lord. Yeah. Old we'd- enough in the eyes of the Catholic <laughs> Church. <What
1: else? laughs> we'd play, uh... you play at church, though, and they pay you, like, 500 bucks and give you food, and looks like... I think we... Like my old band, we made a lot of money that way. That's what your
0: tithings are going towards, people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think our new band would be lit. We wouldn't a, in be in very hard. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: did never. you think about the weirdest show that you played, though? I'm, I'm oh, interested to
1: hear that. Um, maybe like the weirdest spot that I played, it was just Jess and I. We did this acoustic thing. And uh, Nate Duro at the time it was...
0: Oh, at, fusion Shows?
1: It was Fusion Shows. Yeah. It was at the Howl Opera House
0: yeah he he did a few things in howl dude
1: yeah and this was the first time so jess and i were the first to like play on the actual Howell opera house stage in like over 100 years or some shit like that
0: oh that's wild so
1: it was just the two of us and it was like a it was like a guided tour so he was bringing like tour groups up of people through and when, when the people would walk through we would just kind of play like half a song and then they would exit and then
0: that's hilarious
1: that was it but then like He's like, okay, well, now I'm going to put you on downstairs between the other bands because I don't want you to just, like, drive out here just to play this. Yeah, so for yeah, a weird yeah. Show like, a weird like tour of this old facility. Yeah, it seems thing, like a
0: really contrived... Some of you guys just do that. You but know what
1: I mean? But downstairs was Island View Drive and oh, the yeah. Swellers. Dude, that's... Oh, scary. yeah. And, and we are playing this...
0: recorded our record.
1: Oh. oh hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, there's, there's,
0: there's like, Genesee County connections. We'll get there later. For, oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, like, uh, our our little acoustic, like, duo of guitar and cello did not fit well on that show. <laughs> if you could imagine that. So, right. I mean, right. that was... It was awkward, but also pretty cool. Like, it was cool to play on that old stage for the first time, knowing that, like, we're the first, like... Yeah. ...act that's been there in 100 years.
0: Yeah, um, they should have dressed you guys up as ghosts and just, like, pre- like the tour would- guide pretended that yeah. they couldn't see you. Or when, when you yeah. said it was
2: just me and Jess playing, I almost said you, Jess, and the ghosts. Yeah, yeah I no. mean... <laughs> that place was pretty creepy. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, there's probably, probably a decent reason why it hadn't been used in 100 years, but, like, I, <laughs> I love when shit, like, gets... You might fall through the floor, like you, that, know? you know? Well, the economy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, no, like, I'm from uh, Linden. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so right. I, uh, Nick uh, Diener went to, uh, we went to the same high school. Yeah. And so I was in eighth grade when he was a senior in high school. Okay. But, like, me and all my nerdy little girl pants wearing guitar player friends, like, we all knew the Swellers, obviously, because they sure. were, like, local heroes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, did you ever
1: make it out to the Flint local or
0: uh, I mean I've I've s i i never played there, but like I saw Chiodos play there when yeah. it was like after like Bone Palace Ballet had come out and they did like one show after they were huge, came yeah. back and played the local, like drums weren't even mic, it was like it was nuts. It was insane that they that they did that. But uh that's the only show I ever saw there.
2: Funny story about Chiodos.
0: I'm sure plenty of people got funny stories about Jeez, those characters
2: lives in a member of uh, Chiodos' house.
1: Yeah, they're there. Uh-huh. player. live live in his old house so like, <laughs> Oh, nice. Whenever I'm bringing people through, like the kitchens like been redone and it looks really nice and like it is so I just always, like just randomly walk through my house and go, "Thanks, Chiodos, like yeah, right. you did a good job here." Like, <laughs> nice. I, it was all built off like their money. So
0: Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I yeah. feel
1: like I did pretty well for myself. Dude,
0: Craig Owens is playing still. Like he's—he's. He's, I hit, saw that. I mean, Kurt Travis are at the Loving Touch on the 3rd of okay. July. I mean, I'm not going sadly, but I mean, I love Kurt Travis. I have no idea what Craig Owens is doing musically these days. Yeah. I can't hate on it because I don't know what it is. I'm,
2: I'm not going to say that I know for sure, but I got the impression he's doing Chiodo's songs, but he's doing them with a piano. Oh, okay. He's, like, doing solo Chiodo songs and playing a piano.
0: I mean, the man has the voice of an angel. I mean, there's no real denying that. Like, I always thought his voice was better when it was, like, the really soft, like, the moments where he got to just sing and it was, like, piano-laden and things like that. It was like, oh, my God, this is actually, like, really pretty. But, you know, it's not what Chiodo does, obviously. They fucking... Slade and then didn't like king come out of that and like i heard there's a King's lot of still around are they are they like king 810 now yeah. that's what okay and i feel like uh i've heard a lot of people <laughs> say that like their shows can get pretty wild like pretty wily
2: yeah
1: dude Some all i know I've heard... is i play hockey with eugene yeah and games can get pretty fucking oh really <laughs> yeah oh, there's fuck. always fights breaking out
0: are you in like a men's league yeah oh sick dude yeah yeah, I just I joined a men's league just uh, this past season for the, the tr- Trash Pandas. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we're, we were the worst team in the league, so the uh, the moniker was fitting. You know, that's great though. Yeah. I fucking was, love playing. It's good times, dude. Um, yeah. So, uh, have you guys ever played like, like out of state? Like, have you guys? I mean, you've only been a band for like a year. Like, do you be have, have you played around? Like, are you like? in the works now that you're releasing a record like kind of planning to go spread around a little bit
1: yeah I think like the, the plan was like to get some recordings out there and um, our first ep's coming out on uh, July 7th so it'll be nice to actually finally have some music out there after being people, together people have been just asking over, about year. it uh, yeah.
2: and it sucks kind of a little bit because everyone's like where can I listen to you yeah. where can I listen to you um, you guys don't fucking rip.
1: Yeah. and it's like yeah. well
2: <laughs> I don't want to toot my own horn but yeah i think so everyone's been saying that but we don't have anything out you've got to come to a live show. yeah so so it'll be fun to like actually be able to share some stuff
0: the live show is good though dude i was sitting back i didn't listen to anything until other than the one like i listened to like one of the songs that you guys sent me okay yeah and i listened to it enough to be like okay this is a sound yeah but it doesn't it doesn't even like i thought the live was better be honest like i liked hearing I, it live more than had, I actually yeah i liked hearing it don't get me yeah. wrong i said it was dope and i wasn't lying like if if i didn't like it like uh spoiler alert for anybody who sends me music if i don't say anything it doesn't mean i don't like it, it just probably not my thing you yeah, know what sure. i mean <laughs> but like I, I can't i can't realistically like everything okay, okay sure, yeah but <laughs> i shouldn't say things like that but uh I liked your shit. It was like... What did I say? It was like Weezer on acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. where we yeah. get that a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was... But we've, plus... got, we've
1: gotten dark Weezer. We've gotten
0: Seattle-based Weezer. But and... it's not... It's not like sloppy, though. Like, you could get sloppy going in that direction. You, could, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And yeah. I thought you guys sounded like... I didn't know what to expect from a live show, but I was like, okay. Well, again, I was thinking, this could, this could be tight. This could be sloppy as fuck live. Yeah. Who knows? You know? But it was good, dude. Oh, I was thanks. sitting there in the back fuck like this is and that show sounded really good it does that's the whole thing fain's pa yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so nice i yeah. was like dude I... When I first got to that room i was like all right dude this is a diy show it'll be fun whatever yeah. but like i heard myself better than i have in so long singing and stuff I was like dude, oh this is great yeah this yeah. is fun as fuck yeah but yeah the new record's what called i'm fine everything's okay something yeah. to that na- yeah
1: okay yeah um. So, like, to go back a little bit, all of everybody in our band has been part of the Flint scene and played in bands for a long ass time. We've oh all, yeah, except, we've all, ja. except for <laughs> Jacques. Yeah, our other but guitar he, player,
2: he uh, was in a different local scene. He grew up in Louisiana. Lafayette.
0: Oh, I've heard that's actually kind of good down there, or, yeah. or like yeah. New Orleans is.
2: So his
1: band was called uh,
2: Nicest of the Dam. Yeah, and that's and
1: they're it's fucking still bad technically
2: band. a band, I think.
0: Yeah. In there. They've been
2: working on a record for a really long time. They're just really picky about it. Yeah. So
1: when we were looking for guitar players, uh, you know, when we when we started, I got John to play drums. This is like fucking played in Hawkins, son. Like that was a badass band Um, and we needed a guitar player and he sent me some of Jacques stuff, nicest of the damned. And our like sound is like, I mean, we already kind of said it's like a Weezer, but it's like heavily like 90s alternative grunge influenced kind of thing and everything jacques did would just like fit perfect
0: yeah i mean it's just it's unique but it's it's like accessibly familiar you know what i mean like it's it's like that's
1: what somebody else said they when the when uh buffmeyer first heard it in the studio he came in there with us he's like this is very accessible
0: it is is it is yeah i
1: was like i'm gonna take that as a compliment because (laughs) no it is it is yeah
0: it's got enough like okay, I can see where this is coming from to like, you don't have to like think super hard to like try to figure out what it is you guys are no. going for but it's also has like a unique flair on it that I don't, you don't hear all the time. I wonder if you know he meant I mean? that
2: like in terms of, so like our, our content right now is pretty specific and, but it we're doing it in an accessible way where like people could still I just, appreciate what we're doing even though the content isn't one hundred percent relatable to anyone that would.
1: Listen yeah, I to mean, compared to like other bands that I've played in that were more like kind of folky, or very like artsy. Like my older band sounded closer to like on, on Othello, or just like mm. kind of like all over the place with weird arrangements and stuff. And which is a lot of fun. Where this yeah. is this is more like. I call them pop songs that everybody gets mad at Standard me. Standard structure. But they, no, they, they are. No, they are, though. They're verse, like, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. Yeah, and yeah. And none of the lyrics are, like... They're, they're not, like, buried in... They're very... I tried to write them very fucking straightforward. Yeah. Like, they they are, are what they say. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it accessible. It's just, like, there's nothing... There's nothing there that's hard to listen to, but it's fun to listen to. I yeah. Think. I think... I just wanted to write songs that were fun in this project and i no, I, I think I, we did it <laughs> yeah
0: i would say so like i i really again i really really enjoyed the live show it was just very uh very together yeah it, it sounded like tonally crisp i was surprised in a good way just be, it was basically i was more surprised not that you guys sounded good but that the room sounded good Dude, and the guitars room... sounded tight you know like it was that room it was, was nice great though. it wasn't bad i was like no. holy shit this is fun um but yeah speak i have to ask like did do you ever guys hear of a band called sadie lee from back in the day oh, oh yeah. yeah we so, were friends with them. Chris. the guy who
2: opened the show he played yeah sadie yeah lee.
0: so chris their drummer he was like one of my best friends in high school oh really yeah. oh that gets big, that, Cause he grew so, up so yeah, yeah keep yeah keep yeah. forgetting
2: but yeah that makes sense
0: yeah he's like he's in this band in new york now called the the, the tube okay. which is fucking great dude they're more of like a standard like I think Chris called him, like, a lunch pail. He's such a dork. (laughs) (laughs) But he's so right, though. It's like they're like this blues rock band. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, I'm happy for those guys now. But, yeah, I told him I was playing a show and Andrew Sartwell was opening up for it. And he's like, yeah, I think Andrew might have not the best things to say about me. (laughs) I was like, oh, no. (laughs) I just didn't bring it up. But, you know when you're in a band with someone for you know as many years as they were like they knew each other like dude shit'll happen yeah Yeah, for sure shit'll happen but i mean uh are you guys i guess with the record being rolled out like are you guys like trying to push a particular theme with it or like a vibe for it or is there anything that you want people to kind of like perceive about it does that make sense
1: yeah i think there are elements that'll come out naturally i don't know if people hear it on this like particular ep but like i wrote the songs from a pretty dark place mm. um but like i had originally intended to do a full length so i, I wrote eight songs and like that's what we performed live as eight songs and i i wanted those all to be on the same thing but it like for a band that nobody's ever heard doing their first release like yeah i, I didn't feel like it was probably necessary to push out a full length. I thought that might be a bit much. Yeah. And so we split it into two EPs, and so... Plus,
2: I think we were just getting kind of anxious, too, right? We
1: wanted to release something. We wanted to get something like, out. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because you, you work on something for so damn long, and it's just you playing in your basement. like. Yeah. Um, And so, like, it's a little disjointed in that, but, like, I think people will really catch on to the anti-church vibe. <laughs> like, oh, like what yeah. we're called, like, cult therapy. And that's not just, like, because it sounded cool. It's literally because I grew up in a cult. Um, oh. <laughs> and so a lot of the songs are about, like, my religious upbringing. And um, it's part, like, exposing, like, some theological doctrinal ero- error. Yeah. but beyond that it's inserting my very personal private experiences in that like here's why it's wrong here's my lived experience telling you like why that teaching was fucked up yeah and then on top of that um i should say i i grew up in the in the church my dad was a pastor
0: oh okay so you had like yeah like i firsthand. literally like my
1: earliest memories are like putting a shovel in the ground of like building our church
0: like oh, wow. and
1: our small community and was, it's was funny because the other day um my dad passed away and the other songs oh are, like
0: just now oh like just... just
1: two two and a half years ago oh okay i thought you said, yeah, i thought you meant like
0: the other day he passed away. no but and either so, way like, that's that's rough though
1: and so like to have you know like my dad was like I had a great childhood. My dad and my, my parents got separated when I was pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were both like pretty fucking great parents. But then as my dad like got older, he his opioid addiction just took over. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. And that became a whole disaster. So I've got like, like when my dad died, it was like grieving the death of two different people. There was like the dad I sure. knew from my childhood and my dad who was the addict who always lied. About every last thing. And so, like, to come full circle and um, seeing all the church bullshit that we were were raised with and lived in and believed hardcore to now fast forward at the end of his life and he's dead on the floor of a drug overdose. Yeah. And, like... And I found... I'm fully um, legal. Yeah, fully, legal <laughs> fully legalized I could I could go off on opioids. It's yeah. like one of our songs, I'm fine, everything's okay, yeah. is about his opioid overdose. And it's, mm. for me, that song's one of the hardest for us to play live. Like, that title, I'm fine, everything's okay, those were the last words my dad said to me before mm. he overdosed. Like, I'm fine. Like, don't worry right, about me. I'm fine, right, everything's right, okay.
0: Right. And like...
2: You never uh, told me that.
1: I know. There's a
2: i invite the neighbors it. exclusive <laughs> like, like, like well, intentional like,
0: exclusive <laughs> content
1: i would love to like go through all my songs and like really break them down because they mm-hmm. are like straightforward like that um, yeah but like the way people do shows nowadays it's not like what
0: am i gonna stand there for like 15 minutes explaining uh, what about I know what I you mean like, dude, but that's kind of why i do this show uh, yeah you know well, I mean? yeah like, that's I like giving people the opportunity to, like, go into the shit they want to go into because it's, like, not appropriate, really, to do it live unless it's, like, a specifically, like... Because I've heard some people do, like, actual... Like, this guy I know, Christian Oli, I guess he, he was telling me that he plays some uh, some gigs where he's kind of, like, a singer-songwriter type of guy. And he's played gigs where, like, the whole point, people go in knowing it's going to be, like, a storyteller type of yeah vibe. And that's cool. But, you know... It's totally weird if it's like a party vibe and like it's like a DIY rock show and everyone's like, like, wait, wait, what? Yeah, I
1: think we
2: do it pretty well though. This, these songs are about my religious trauma, and then, yeah, then we, go, and we go, fuck yeah, yeah and then yeah. we play the song, and then yeah. people come up to me afterwards and are like, oh my god, like, how did you know exactly what happened to me? Yeah, like, that that, that has, happens
1: a lot. That has been like the one of the most like. <laughs> redeeming things of like is meeting people after the show who grew up in a similar experience Mm. and they're like shit man that really resonated um and just to have those conversations kind of makes um like because all the songs i'm writing are pretty fucking vulnerable yeah and like i get that i don't need to put my shit out there like they're cathartic and they're fun like it's fun to get on stage and like scream and yell and not yeah what you really sound like and just let all the energy out and mm-hmm. uh, but like knowing that other people went through it and hearing their stories afterwards and like them saying thank you for doing that like that yeah that kind of makes it like it kind of i wouldn't want anybody to live the upbringing that i had um because the mindfuckery is is still present and pretty deep but at the same time like when when i'm able to like connect with people like that at a show it's like maybe you know maybe it was worth it like for me to help other people through their b- bullshit
0: yeah like, you could come from multiple different directions and arrive at similar themes sure like i like that album the first like the this side of purgatory that we put out like that was like it starts with like a church hymn that yeah. I changed I the noticed lyric.
1: right away I was fucking triggered uh, <laughs>
2: it's like I changed like the lyrics dream. to
0: be like like I used like some of the original lyrics from the hymn yeah. but then I changed them and made them like anti-religion type yeah. of thing and like this the idea it all stemmed from uh, like my when my best friend passed away we were young dude we were both 22 and like he was an atheist yeah or at the very least he was agnostic you know it's hard for me to say because he was only 22 like I doubt I want to leave room for maybe his ideas would have changed. But at the time, he was pretty much an atheist. Yeah. And we had this funeral in, like, a Catholic church. Okay. And all this shit. And it was just like, dude, he would hate this. Yeah. yeah you know? That sucks. And it, it, it just made me think of, like, you know, I don't hate religion. Like, that the, when people hear the record I made and, like, all this, like, religious imagery and these, the vibes of, like, the hymns and stuff, that's not me, like hating religion that's me being like what the fuck is going on yeah it's so strange it's i'm just trying to like capture the essence of the strangeness of it yeah and like the like the way people are using it wrong that's what it is like people are using it so wrong and applying it so incorrectly that it kind of loses what it's supposed to be and that's i feel disillusioned by the way humans handle religion rather than the religion itself yeah you know I what I mean couldn't
1: agree with you more that's like that's one of the reasons I, wa- I wanted to get you on the show with us up at Flint just at Soggy's cause like <laughs> I l- listened to you I, it was Ian Cruz who inter- yeah. introduced us
0: yeah so. but we're gonna edit his name out fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> so but
1: but like when I listened to your music I was like oh this will be a good fit even though it's not like the same stylistically they go together yeah I, like first of all, I love shows where not all the bands sound like the same.
0: It's like, so hard to try to find people that sound exactly like you two. Like it's yeah, that's boring. It's, yeah, you know, it's, it's
1: no. Let's let's mix it up and have a party. Like yeah,
0: but no. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I'm gonna ask a question too because you mentioned like a lot of these songs are vulnerable, and I can totally relate. And coming where place I come from where it's like the 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 new stuff we write is not like super vulnerable anymore. I'm like branching out and trying to be a little bit more like universal as much as I can be, but like the first record was very much like walking around for a decade with all this shit inside of me and like finally just getting it all out in the first batch of songs I ever really released. Now that's out, you know, and Mm -hmm. like that was the most vulnerable shit I may ever write about. I have no idea, but like certainly to date. And Mm -hmm. It's almost like singing it live now doesn't really feel like anything. It doesn't feel super vulnerable anymore. It just feels like a different person wrote it almost. Because kind of, you know, if you want to be philosophical, a different person kind of did, right? You've grown and evolve, Yeah. For sure. But, but how is it for you? Like, are you still connecting with the songs in the same way that you did initially? Or is it starting to, like... You know what I mean? Like, are you, like, growing past, like, the feelings of... I mean, it's still I've probably a little bit newer for you than it would be for me, released, like, four years ago. Yeah. But, like, how are you kind of, like, relating with the concepts and stuff, like, performing it over and over?
1: I, I kind of more see, like, this collection of initial songs that we've written as just, like, uh, like, documenting, like, a moment in time for me. Yeah. Um, I've kind of already moved past it, but I think there's enough there to like get it out completely, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I I mean I told these guys from day one, like when as soon as we decided on the name cult therapy, I was like, that's that's a cool name and it fits, but it won't always fit. Like I'm i I'm gonna But it's it's kind of vague enough to it where it's That's, what I mean. I that's yeah. exactly what he said. Yeah. And I, I think I think in the long run it it'll work and maybe the Definition of it changes as we go along. And then we evolve more as a band together because a lot of these songs, you know, I I just wrote my bedroom myself. Although I didn't finish any of them, I let the band finish all the arrangements and right, right, and let each member
2: take the song where it needed to go.
0: That's kind of how we roll too. Yeah, it's uh, well, I think
2: beyond content too. Like they're just fun to play like now that we're so familiar with them it's almost <clears throat> it's it's almost like we're not like we're we're not feeling i say we i can't speak for fucking everybody but like for you and i growing up in in pretty similar situations yeah and, and being able to relate to the content of it i think that you and i are sort of moving past the like the connection to the content in this yeah and it's just like oh these are just fucking fun to play yeah that's where i'm at maybe at least and i don't know like we're smiling when we're playing we're smiling at each other but it's like some really dark shit it is yeah it's totally.
0: <laughs> the energy of music can do that to you it can like the actual the energy of the sounds can override the emotionality yeah. of it and I, and I
2: think that that's kind of at least where i'm at right now is like we've been playing him for a long enough even though we haven't been playing like a shit ton of shows but like we've been playing him for a long time and and there's, there's good content in it, but it's like, okay, we've done it, and, you know, now we're just sort of feeling... It oh, evolves
0: as, like, a different thing right. like for you, you know. I was wonder too, like, how, because, like, in your position, like, you know, the, the initial ideas or content are, like, coming from your soul or whatever, and then, like, there's other people in the band that are yeah. relating to it yeah, in, right. okay. in their own way, and that's what makes me trip out sometimes is to think about what... My guitar player, Jake. What's his experience playing these songs? You know what I mean? I always wonder about, like, what are the other guys doing? So here's what I tried to do to,
1: like, channel that for myself and, yeah. like, help my band members. Not so much, like, channel my narrative because they didn't they don't have my lived experience, but I wanted them to channel the emotions surrounding it. So, like, hmm. um, the first song off of our EP, it's called Deacon's House. And it's literally a house like i said my dad was a pastor he would drop us off at the deacon's house which was in the middle of nowhere chesaning probably pretty close to where nick rediner lives, lives now, now. yeah <laughs> it's not a lot going on in chesaning dude probably 6 nick, miles from his house i'm nick sure he probably lives in his house oh my god no he, he doesn't <laughs> he for sure does not uh, but you know Hand i confirmed. i have all these like memories of a child like first of all this deacon was molesting his own children It sucks that that's not shocking. And when we when we went over to their house, like the children were not allowed to play with us Hmm. because they you know they might say something, they might tell on them. So it was just like these really weird experiences where it's almost like you're like like the whole vibe of the house was just off. Hmm. And like I don't know if anything specifically happened to me, but every once in a while I've got like these like. memories that aren't really memories they're, they're uh, like memories that i've blacked out but like they'll come to, they'll hit me really fucking hard yeah um but i don't have any specific recollection of anything um i don't, I don't know how to explain dude it. i know you but it's just though. like i my, studied psychology
0: like, and we talked we talked about like
1: it's like my body remem- remembers the trauma and so when i think about this person or this place like i just lose it like yeah physically lose it and so, like, I made the mistake of looking up this picture. Mm. And, like, and that's what the song, goddamn this fucking picture, like, I should have never searched for it. Like, like I said, the lyrics are straightforward. And that whole song is about me having an anxiety attack, looking at the picture of this dude who I have these very negative memories oh, yeah. of it. And and even, like, the choruses aren't really choruses. They're just, like, snapshots of memories in this house. Um but what, when I which song is that Deacon's house.
0: Deacon's uh, Okay, right, right.
1: Um, yeah, it'll be the first song uh, on our EP when it comes out. And when I brought that to the rest of the band, like I told them straight up, this song's about a panic attack. I want it to fall apart at the end. But like I told them, whatever anxiety looks like to you, whatever like panic, like channel that, write that, like mm. write a part around that. And I feel like they all did a really great job, especially like Jacques, because his guitar parts are so erratic and just like, like it really hit that mood for me. So the whole thing is just about building this environment within the song yeah. where that the hope is is all my bandmates can latch onto it and they're playing with that same intensity and energy every time we play the song. But I also want people to hear the words. I want people to hear the music. I want people to channel it energy
0: yeah and
1: not necessarily have a panic attack but i i want the song to be open enough where they can insert their own experiences and just like be a part of a moment with us you know
0: yeah dude Uh, that's that's a really you're giving me ideas like i love the idea of like when i'm in the honestly i almost feel like a dick that i've never done this like i think about like When I'm in the writing stages, like the early development stages of a song, like when I first bring it to the guys, a lot of times the problem is I don't know what it's even about yet, Yeah. you know, but I'm getting the idea of like when I once I do like giving the guys like notes, like, hey, this is what I want you to think about, you know, because I give the shittiest notes sometimes. I'm just like. It's supposed to be, like, kind of, like, fun, but, like, poppy, but, like, not weird, like, not, like, super linear, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. I literally sound like an idiot. Like, I <laughs> sound like I have no idea how to make music. Yeah. And then I shouldn't be surprised when everyone's, like, confused and, like, your initial parts aren't lining up with what I imagined. But, like, if I had the concept first, and then I could be like, all right, yeah, approach it with this emotion. Think about what makes you feel this way. And when like channel that like that's really interesting
1: yeah um uh mark hudson who recorded our album he was really big into that and he taught me that about music pretty early on mark hudson he did uh well he just finished the new cursive record oh sick but saves the day taking back sunday um he plays bass and lord jane grace and the devouring mothers like Hmm. um he's just is he a local guy his studio is in Fenton. No shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In his house in Fenton, and it's fucking a magical tree house. And he did some his.
0: Taking Back Sunday and shit?
1: Um, um, I, don't I don't know, know if he I, did it directly or if I I think he did. did no, I
2: think he did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's done, he's
2: produced it. For sure, when you go to his
1: house, rest. like, Saves the Day has been here, and Against Me has been <laughs> here, and like, all these fucking badass bands it's come through wild. Fenton, Michigan and play. I've... For whatever reason, I lucked out and met him when I was like seventeen and just learning how to play guitar. And so he has the worst recordings of me. He, he keeps everything <laughs> like, too. He does. Like cool. I don't the- want to hear them. They're so they would be so bad. But like, what a phenomenal like resource for me to have as a oh. young musician of yeah. like learning how to be in the studio and like l- learning how to put music together. But he was always really big on like the music like feeling like it's describing it's not mm. it's not just like words and a cool riff are a cool riff and like somebody singing about their ex at the time well sometimes it is sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> it, sometimes it is but it shouldn't like be.
0: i wish it wasn't ever but sometimes it is but sometimes <laughs> like
1: the music doesn't fit with what the words are trying to it's really tell. annoying
0: when that happens i feel like there's bands that don't have any confidence in what they're trying to say so they try to hide behind humor and all yeah. that shit not saying I've never done that in my life, but no, I'm just I, saying it's like, oh, that just makes me cringe. Yeah, I've, I've that.
1: done the same thing over and over again. You know? It takes a long time to, like, really, like, channel that. And really it does,
0: and that's where the great like, for me comes from. It's just, like, the embarrassment that I feel about what I've, like, done. You know what, yeah. what I mean? Like, it's it's so much better when you get to a place where it's like, you know what? It's, no one actually cares that much if I'm being vulnerable. No. It's probably a better... Product I don't, and it's a better experience for everyone. If I'm just honest,
1: I I feel like for myself, like if I am okay enough with sharing these songs with my direct bandmates, and they're supportive of it, then I'm probably okay to like throw yeah. it out there completely. Like to me, that that's the hardest. Like to, I I've always thought the smaller the audience you play for, the more. The more difficult the show is to play. Like oh, it was always yeah. way more fun and way easier to play in front of a lot of people Yeah, versus playing just like a handful where they're very listening intently. And that's like, that's your bandmates. Like we're hearing a song for the first time. It's like,
0: shit, I'm about to open up. A, yeah. A Dude. Nightmare. Yes. Like, because like, I'll be like, I'll be going, sometimes I'll have one-on-one practices with like a particular bandmate to work on vocal harmonies or something. And it can be a song they already know. And I get so weird about singing it. Yeah. Like just to him. Yep. You know? I get so weird about it. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why am I so weird about it's this? The like the smallest audience. Yeah. It's, it's harder like, it's too. It's so weird. I don't get that. There's Especially going
1: in on. practice too, because like the lyrics aren't a hundred percent set. And I'm not a hundred percent sure on how I'm going to sing the song yet. So I'm like trying to scream or I'm trying to like sing it low or or like and then you just feel like an idiot while you're doing it. Yeah, you know? oh dude, <laughs> like, 100%. But if you can't do that in front of your bandmates, you probably can't do that in front of anybody else. Like, no, yeah, you know what? Like they have to be safe enough for you to try things and say things. And if they aren't, you're not going to write that same style of music with the same level of emotion. I just don't yeah. think it would be possible.
0: No, I think I think I ended up really lucking out with the group of guys that I actually have now. Same. Because it's like, I've had practices where i've like been crying while i was playing because i was so just caught up in the emotion of what the song was for me yeah and i just can't help it you know i'm an emotional guy and it would just let would just happen i would i wouldn't like stop the song but i would like suck at singing because i'm yeah. like what if it's so corny sounding too and i'm just like shaking and crying i'm like oh this is so emo dude i can't even handle it <laughs> but uh you know, we got through that, and like the guys would just be like super cool about it. It's always the it worst like, too, when you're
1: not like full on like crying, crying. It just like builds up in your throat, and <laughs> you just can't like talk I or say know. anything. You're just, like, fuck, I just want do to do. die <laughs> you're
0: a- I know. I don't think that's ever really happened live. Maybe like once or twice, but it was like a dark room, and I was just I just kept pushing on, you know. But yeah, I felt like it was so like I get embarrassed when how if something is going really well and like something just perfectly happens and it's like obvious I, I almost get embarrassed by how perfect a situation can be and i'm like oh people should sure. because i feel like there's more tension then yeah and i feel like oh people are gonna see this i'm i'm being perceived all of a sudden it's just a weird a weird feeling it's a weird feeling to have have that feeling then but then not really give a shit at all when you're just when there's like 150 people watching yeah know, it's just whatever I don't, I don't understand what that is. I told, uh, you're totally on with that.
1: I told our uh, Mark, our studio engineer, I was like when I, when I showed up for the day to do vocals, I was like, dude, I got to pay you double today. He's like, what are you talking about? It's like, I got to pay you for the recording and for the therapy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Cause you're about to hear some shit. And I'm yeah. really sorry.
0: Yeah. Uh, that was the weirdest thing. When I uh, recorded with, with uh, Nick was the vocal day. I was like, God damn it and I just kept telling myself he doesn't care at all he doesn't give a shit not in a bad way but like he doesn't give a shit he's really supportive yeah he is he is and it was just like man a lot of this shit is like really weird like weird for me to just be saying these things into his ear over and over and over about like death and like you know like my trauma or like grief and things I'm like god damn,
1: damn yeah
0: especially it's like some guy that like I've like put on a pedestal my whole life and never really met sure. him. And then all of a sudden I meet him and he's just like hanging out with his dogs and his kid and
1: shit. Do you think yeah. they notice in the moment? Or you think they're so they're so musically talented, like Nick is and Mark yeah. Hudson's like like the same. It's almost like they're listening to you and those are the lyrics, but they're like also like keying in on your pitch and like yeah. how to put yeah. this together. Like, I don't I don't know if their brains are like
2: Maybe they are. Maybe they're realizing. I do it, They're what, so what, focused on. What like, I got from Mark was that he was really, and I can't speak. Like on he's so kind of and gentle but, too. But yeah. Mark, Mark was he wants to make a record that's your record. You know, like so he 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 would have these maybe ideas in his head, but would want any advice that he gave you would be something that promoted something that you were already doing. Sure, like it would be something that added to an effect that you already. Yeah, had. yeah. It wouldn't, wouldn't be like that melody sounds like shit, dude. You should probably write a different melody.
0: Well, that's probably because you didn't need that. I think if he if if it needed that, maybe he. I don't. I don't know if he would. I think a good proof. Ba- based well, on
2: what Jason's told me about the shit that he recorded a hundred years ago, <laughs> like, and Mark still is like it wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah. Like still, uh, he's just a really nice, dude. But I think he'd be honest with you, even like. I mean, seeing how far you've come from that period of time in your life, like yeah. I, I feel like he'd be like, "Yeah, that was pretty shitty, dude." But I think that he <laughs> he finds that appreciation, yeah. right? Like, yeah. in, in whatever that he's doing, <clears throat> and what he does is maybe it's different w- than what we do, and he's super talented. But I I don't think that he would he would he would find a way to to appreciate whatever it was that that was going on. Yeah, I think I think you're, I think right. you're probably right. That's kind
0: of like a producer's job. Like, when they're doing it well, Mm -hmm. is to not color everything in the hue that they want to see always. Sure, yeah. You know, it's it's to figure out what the artist is trying to do, because that's what they're paying you for. They're trying to... Paying you to help them achieve their vision. Yeah. You know, I think when I've talked to producers, I think that it's kind of a generally understood thing that, like, the... I don't want to say, like, the worst clients to work with, but, like, maybe the least amount of fun or the least rewarding is when people come in and they're not like super attached to their songs they're just like oh well we have these ideas and they're relying on the producer maybe a little bit too much to turn it into something yeah and i just kind of think that's a little lame like i think maybe you're not ready for the studio at that point you know and i think it'd be more fun as a producer and like i like the idea of working with bands and kind of like doing a producer role and like a producer quote unquote on our own on my music but i like the idea of like Someone who's passionate about what they're doing and maybe needs a little bit of extra push to get it to where they want it to be, but they know what they want. Yeah. You know, when someone just kind of doesn't know what they want yet, they don't know what the songs are. It's like, I think you're not ready for the studio.
1: I think that's a great thing about Mark too, is he's, he's done it for so long. He's got so much experience in all these different like fields that he just kind of knows what to suggest and what to bring to the table to help you craft like your project i know there's there was one song he he was getting so excited about it because he's like oh man this part's like foreshadowing what's building up at the end of this and we can make yeah. this big he's like i want to throw some theremin in there <laughs> like, theremin some yeah. theremin <laughs> and, and at the, end of the, the day, <laughs> we didn't need to because we had um another flint musician well I, I guess like john duffy like we grew up listening to him and the hot flashes and and yeah. various other projects and just a Phenomenal singer, and he came in and did all the background vocals for me. And oh, sick! Wrote like these elaborate three part or more. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a musician.
2: So, <laughs> so, <laughs> he wrote all the, part for me. He, he
1: made all these harmonies, and they recorded his voice like a whole bunch of different ways, and then yeah, it just turned out really full and like really good, and especially like in one particular particular song like almost like really angelic like chorus uh, just like kind of going through the background of like ooze and ahs through our music yeah dude. which is probably helps bring out more of the pop side you know of sure. our sound but i think it's a ton of fun like i think it like we're not going to recreate that live
0: right like yeah i th- you know i've i've abandoned the idea of uh trying to make the record what we do live. And I think a lot of times, like, there's instances, especially on in our new record that we're making, because that, the first one I made is more just, I just did it. yeah, You know, and then I used it to recruit the guys I have now. Sure. So now it's like we're making a record and I'm, like, taking input from people. And there's there's been times where the band has an idea where I'm like, we're gonna do that live but we're not gonna do it on the record. Yeah. Like, we're gonna, or it's gonna be much more, t- like, well, we have a song we're working on right now where there's, like, this really like bass synth line that sounds awesome live and then I'm hearing it in the studio and I'm like dude I don't know. Yeah. I don't like it in this version as much you know but we're probably going to just bring it way down in the mix and like not hide it but make it a texture rather than a feature but when you get it live and it's over like the speakers and people connect with it you know I like I like you know having that distinction and like having there's looking at it as almost two different versions of the song you know, like yeah. I think certain bands do that really well. I think Manchester Orchestra is the one that comes to mind, where uh, they their live show just rock, like yeah. it just crushes. And then the record they can be a lot more like you know dynamic, and not that they're not dynamic live, but you know what I'm saying? Like, no, and, for sure. Do you guys have anything like that where it's like maybe a different version of it live, or do you kind of like switch things up ever? Like sometimes the bands are like pretty straight, and that's like it. That's what works but
1: yeah. yeah i i don't think we've played enough shows yet but yeah i've like i've told the guys is like this is what we recorded but this song's not done evolving like right well you're right. gonna get one you it enough you're gonna get sick of it yeah like you just <laughs> will like that's just like the monotony of playing the same set over and over and over again you get really good with it you get kind of bored with it and so i was like yeah let's change it up so it doesn't have to be the same version that's on the recording unless we're like we promised the crowd we're playing a record front to back or something like yeah like and those situations would be different but no i think i think the songs are free to adaptation and they're the songs grow just as much as people grow you know
0: yeah like i you know i'll change a lyric sometimes like i'll i i openly tell especially like the other melodic players like the guitarist the synth yeah. like dude if you want to Change the solo if you want to like change the lead. I don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah. Just don't do it in a way that's like interfering with what you know the vocal melody is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Like, like
1: <laughs> that's my big thing because I I don't know how to sing. So right. <laughs> like I base all the all the parts that everybody else writes around that. Like you can't because I can't. I can't, I can't sing anymore
0: while you right. playing that yeah. part. It's really
1: cool. It sounds great, but like I can't sing. So.
0: Right. <laughs> Do you guys have, like, because uh, you kind of sound like me, and I don't know what the fuck I'm really doing, but I'm pretty good at not knowing what I'm doing, you know? Like, I'm pretty good at just figuring it out, like, and hearing things. But yeah. Do you have other members where you're more, like, musically? Oh, for sure. One for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah, so my partner, <laughs> Jess, who plays cello in our band, when um, her and I write parts together, it's almost time for to- a <laughs> divorce.
2: I've been in the room when it's happened. It's hard it's
1: to see mom and dad fight oh, no. like that. She knows her shit, and I know nothing. And the first thing she asks is, what key is it in? And I don't have a fucking clue what key I'm playing she really Yeah, like, like, like when, why do you keep asking you keep, me that? You ask me, but you know keys. Here's the five chords in the song. You've been right?
2: asking me that for
1: 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I literally don't. No, I don't. I don't know what I'm singing. Like, I don't know the like. I don't know the chords that I'm actually playing. Yeah, like you I know can
0: sweet i can
1: <laughs> I, I literally click on my tuner and i, I hit the each <coughs> note that makes up the chord dude, that's what i do yeah that's what i do they're and like and I, oh
0: what what note is this i'm like i don't fucking know dude i tell it like out.
1: it's an e but it's also flat right so because yeah. my guitar is out of tune but it sounds cool i don't i don't know right like, right so yeah her and i would will get into it um but then Jacques is also... He knows his way around the guitar. And he, he'll be like, oh, yeah, you're playing an E like all of your songs. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know.
0: Yeah, I have to, like... Sometimes I'll throw a capo on there just to have a different key. Because, <laughs> I, like, I get... Playing half-step down and I just love going low. I love having the uh, like lowest possible chord. I just yeah. love that. I always gravitate towards that. So I'll just put a capo on sometimes. And then I'll have the other guitar... Not have a capo or something. So it's can still funny, piece, our other
1: good guitar player, because I just played standard. Like, yeah, I don't like, like I just play in standard. I always have, but we had been practicing for like six months. I'm like Jacques, what do you play here? He's like, well, I'm in drop D. I was like, you're playing in drop D? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't know. That. <laughs> uh, I think that helps our songs get he- like sounds heavier, sounds fuller. Like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but it sounds great.
0: Yeah, I mean, standard and drop D can play pretty well together. Yeah. You know, you might be playing in, I, I I mean, this is like pure conjecture. You might be playing songs in D or something, and it works. Like, you could be in standard, but playing in the key of D, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. Maybe it works. I fucking have no idea. Or sometimes D is in the key, you know, I of whatever, and then you can hit a, hit a low D, and it still works, and it's not necessarily the key, but of D. Yeah,
1: but. I think all of our songs are D and E, but I don't. I don't know. Yeah, like I don't
0: know. That's what you should name your band, D (laughs) and (laughs) E. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just—I think it's good to have a mix. Like I like having a couple guys that can tell me what it is I'm doing. But I keep telling myself every year, like I'm going to take lessons. I I do the same thing. Figure out what the fuck I'm doing. But so far, I've been able to write songs that I'm happy with, and they feel good. And I don't feel limited, necessarily. Like, I don't feel like there's stuff I want to do that I'm not able to do. Well, I fuck it up up with lessons. Like, (laughs) I just just think about, like, well, maybe I don't know that I want to do something yet until I learn that it exists. Yeah. You know? But I do have, like, a, a couple books of just theory and, like, chords and stuff. And sometimes if I'm in a rut, I'll just open to a random page and I'll just play whatever is there and see if it sparks something or I'll literally google Radiohead chords like a dumbass <laughs> and like I've written songs based around a chord that I found and then I just write my own progression from there. You know what I mean? So I'm not ripping off, but I'm like totally cheating the start, not cheating, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like you can find inspiration from anywhere. You can, yeah. You can rip people without ripping them. Sure. You know what I mean?
1: Most of like what I play like if I'm just going to sit and play my guitar which i probably do for 15 minutes to a half hour a day but i don't ever really play the same thing Mm. like it's just randomness and most of it's just like finger picking almost bluegrass folky kind of stuff
0: because
1: i've done a lot of that um and that's just like especially with acoustic guitar that's just what comes out um Mm but then every once in a while you get like a riff out of there it's like oh I kind of like that and then you find yourself playing it like a week later or the next day like maybe I can build something off of this but again just like developing it into something
0: heavier in this band context for sure I kind of thought of like a weird question but like what what kind of band do you guys think you would be if like if like a different member was the the lead like songwriter oh dang like you know what I mean if you think about different people like what what do you guys think that you would be like, like genre wise or you know what I'm saying I
2: don't know what do you think no idea <laughs> No, like, we're all into such like not We're it's not that we're all into different things we are, we are all into different things but we're all into a lot of the same things too uh, yeah. yeah so like this is pretty unique like I've never heard a band that sounds like us before and I think that's really cool but like I don't know I think you also sort of write to the group that you have, because like, Jason asked me to play. I listened to the to the songs that he had demoed, and I was like, okay, yeah, like I can do this. And then we're like, should we, should we ask Nick? Because like <laughs> right. Nick's Nick's already in a bunch of bands, and he's super good. And we're like, man, I don't. know Nick's our bass player. Time. Oh, okay. But I think like I think if. If anyone in the band were different, it might come out a little bit different. Right? I I, I like can say if this Nick for sure. If, if we
1: didn't have Nick playing bass, uh, we would not be as heavy as we are. Like, he,
0: okay.
1: he really drives it over the top as far as, like, being just, like, a naturally heavier band. And yeah. I if I he was the front man, I have no idea what he would play. Because we all play, like, radically different
2: styles of, of music, like... Do you think anyone would have compared us to Weezer if Jacques hadn't played lead guitar? I don't know. Probably, probably, probably not.
0: not. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> so like the, when we first started the project, I was really into like the Toadies, really into cursive, hmm. um, really into a lot of like '90s stuff, and that's like it's all Jacques' wheelhouse. Yeah. like he's like, finally, I get to use all the '90s riffs I'm good at. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. I'm glad it wor- I'm glad you get to use that, like
0: Yeah, if it, it feels like a mix of that but with also like influences from like early two thousands stuff. It like, definitely so
1: has that. Like when I like- and I listen to a lot of new shit too. I listen to like I love Pup and Joyce oh, okay. Banner and like uh I love Greek Death and Yeah, yeah. I'm always like looking for new music, and that's mostly what I listen to. But we don't sound like any of that. No, you
0: definitely don't. Um,
1: But if you took like a bunch of like 90s music, we don't sound exactly like that either. We're probably somewhere in between. I don't know.
0: When I was listening to you guys live, I was sitting there thinking, like, you know, this doesn't sound like. This doesn't sound at all really like Senses Fail, but I bet you these guys know who Senses Fail is. You know I do, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I bet you these guys know who, like, Silverstein and, like, that type of vibe, like, that shit from back in the day. Like, I bet you these guys know that stuff. Yeah. But it's not readily apparent, but something about just the guitar. I was th- I kept thinking of Senses Fail, like, the their second, like, uh, Still Searching album. I just kept thinking of, like, the guitar tones that they use. Like, it, like it's this. You, your tones felt way more similar, similar to that than, like, actual, like, Weezer guitar. Yeah. yeah, But, like, the structure and, like, the... Something about it also gave me, like, those 90s, like, you know, like, grunge pop almost, whatever you want to call Weezer, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I was thinking, like, when I... Before I started the project, like, I was just... Okay, so here's what, like... I played in a worship band for a, a, about four years, and it was a miserable experience. <laughs> I mean there were elements of it that I loved, like we had in your monitors. We right. had backlined like the sound in your ears was like being in the studio every time. Like um you played to a click track, so I, I mean I just got really good at
0: Wow.
2: Oh like, ooh, a wow.
1: beer delivery. It's thank been, you. I've touched it
2: fucking forty-five minutes ago. <laughs> Two more beers, please. How high Both are you guys on the portrait? Right? Jeez, thank you anyway. <laughs> Um, I
1: forgot what I was talking about.
2: You're talking about in-ear monitors. Oh,
1: yeah. Big ball in at the church. So, like, when I started this band, I was like, I literally want to never play any of that again. I don't want to touch a dotted eighth delay ever again. (laughs) I don't want a dotted eighth delay anywhere near my music. I don't want a bunch of reverb. (laughs) Right. And, like... Uh, so some of the if songs. I want
0: that reverb. Can you set it to touch Jesus' face?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we need to move the Holy Spirit here. We need another baptism. We need I to touch the forward.
0: clouds, Daddy. Yeah, <laughs>
1: That's um, so fucking. So like a lot of the chords that I play are like rip-offs of like some of the worship chords that I use but like I just kind of thought like how fun would it be to play like these chords in like a non-worship song
2: so yeah. like, it's anti-worship song. It's,
1: it's petty as fuck. <laughs> uh, but like this those like little details just like make me smile while I'm playing the song like Yeah. I
0: mean dude, that's how
1: you know I'm that, low-key like... pissing so many people off. Right yeah. Now. And, and... and only those who like grew up in that environment and are still in it would, would know that, like, oh, he's... I don't think they would, dude. I don't, I
0: don't know think they It's hard it. to say. I don't
2: know. I really don't
0: it's think so. It's hard to say because... Dude, with know, that
2: ram's head on there...
0: They don't, like... They're
2: not going to get that. Probably not.
0: They don't... I don't know. Hold on a second.
2: Left off.
0: I don't remember what we were talking about. We just took a piss break.
1: <laughs> <laughs> together. That works for me yeah t- all together we crossed the streams yeah dude Total a little reversal. sword
0: fighting in there this is late enough in the episode where i can say shit like sword fighting you know
1: yeah we were talking about slapping peepees on our way <laughs>
0: <laughs> hell yeah this is the adult swim portion of the podcast
1: i just like
0: i'm, I'm fine with just talking about
1: everclear dude <laughs>
0: That's a that's a crazy story. Maybe maybe I don't know. You already told me though. I'm gonna keep it organic. I'm not gonna make you retell a story. No, either. yeah, that's
1: fine. I was but, just a huge fan. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I got to meet him a bunch. And
0: I I know a friend. Like I have a friend who they he follows this uh this like jam band Lotus. Okay,
1: like, I've heard of them. He's, but... he's like
0: in the Lotus fam. Like they like will follow him around on tour and like one time the one of the guitar players had like this like circle get together at a local library. And my friend went in there and was just like hanging out and they're doing like weird hippie shit. And it sounds fun, but they're very much like their fan base is very much like the let's do drugs and vibe yeah. at every show type of crowd. But I was just like, it's kind of cool that, you know, that, that would actually be really flattering and awesome. If like you had actual fans following you around where I would, yeah, I would feel really strange about it, but I think it would be cool at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, speaking oh, of yeah. like cult therapy, I mean that's kind of like your own little mini cult that you didn't mean to.
1: <laughs> you didn't yeah. mean to create, you know? No, yeah, I guess not. That's funny.
0: It's it's weird to think about like I don't know when when you're on stage. I feel like because if I just think about how I always grew up looking at the people that were on stage, I felt like I had like a disproportionate amount of like a like regard for them oh know? for yeah. sure yeah you know what i'm saying especially
2: like growing up like we did going to the local like it was kids that were i mean when did you start going to the local how old were
1: you um i was 15 yeah so it would have been and the kids that yeah. were
2: playing were like 18 to 22 yeah maybe yeah and those like, people they were the upperclassmen and they were like, like holy shit like yeah this is fucking rad right and like, i those thought those were that our same heroes thing. right dude like think, hero, yeah. thinking about it now is like we're what if we saw those bands those same bands at the same age that they played but now we're like in our 30s and like yeah they, they'd they still be really good but like they might be looking up to us yeah that's weird
0: like i played a show where there was like i have confirmed at least two fans that are like 18 19 and like there's this couple like a guy and a girl who came to one of our shows and we're like yeah we're like big fans and stuff what (laughs) It's like why (laughs) (laughs) but it's just it's so crazy to think about like exactly what you're saying like you know you you go to these shows and you're younger and it's these people are like heroic like holy fuck they're doing it dude and then you realize all you really gotta do to like do it is like email a venue or something. Yeah, <laughs> try to scrape some people together to come watch, and then it's like all of a sudden you got a gig, you know?
1: Yeah,
0: I mean it's obviously different from like touring the country and selling out venues and shit. But sure. like, honestly, for me, like even having like a few people message me and being like, "Dude, I love your music." I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like that's enough. Yeah, like, I'm that's, good.
2: That's been wild. That's been happening quite a bit, like since we started. I've I've gotten uh, like oh. even doing this, like the, like. Who'd have ever thought? I don't. You know, we're doing a
0: podcast.
2: It's fun. In a dream. I, yeah, I've gotten like a lot
1: of compliments from different people who I really looked up to. So, like, I kind of feel like, oh, I've I've done everything I wanted to do in this band, (laughs)
0: and
1: everything from here on out is just fun. (laughs) All right, boys, let's wrap it up. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) i don't want to i don't want to wrap it up per se, but, it's just like, <laughs> but it'd be funny if, like you're just like wow I've, I've done everything i wanted with this band
0: do you feel like your expectations and like your goals have changed from maybe because i'm just speaking for myself here like and then you can do the same but i i feel like when i was like 16 basically from the ages of like 16 to 26 i thought like I have a legitimate chance of making it. Yeah. And not that anyone doesn't like, I feel like at any given time you can get lucky and blow up, but like you could, that's yeah. not in my, it's barely in my peripherals anymore. It's yeah. like, I just think about like, what do I want to do for myself? What if I have children one day, what do I want them to see about what I did? What do I want them to think? Oh, what, God. Am, what am I showing them? I mean, I do have kids, you know what I mean? So like, they how listen like, like, to all of our band practice. That's <laughs> awesome. Like, how do you like, What, like, where do you guys, I guess, rephrase the question, like, what are, how is, like, the, what are your goals and, like, your aspirations look like right now in terms of the band, you know? I'll let you
1: start. Yeah. So, like, my, my first initial goal was I want to play in a band where I get to scream. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) It's as simple as that. Like, I I, hate you. (laughs) I want to play loud music. I want to yell. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I don't care what I sound like, per se. Like, I just want to do that. Mm -hmm. Um and then, like the the secondary goal is, as I do have a, a, f- almost fifteen year old and thirteen year old and ten year old, and I think it's okay, cool Daddy. as I yeah I know <laughs> I think it's cool as hell. Like my kids get to hear my friends come over and us play in the bat basement and the yeah. like, bathroom. We get
2: to play. <laughs> <in the bathroom? laughs> that could have got we, weird. We do that a little bit.
1: Yeah, do like a the bit. the shower reverb. <laughs> yeah. Um, But to, like, here's, like, (laughs) playing in the basement and, like, drink beers on the front porch. This is called DIY. (laughs) I I do, for real. I want my kids seeing me do things because I want them to go do things. I'm like, no, you need to go do things with your friends. Yeah. And, like, I don't care if you have the same, like, interests as me. Like, you don't have to. I'm not trying to force me on them. I'm trying to force the idea of, like nope dad is still creative like self
0: affirmations, yeah like you know figure it out what it is that makes you happy and do that
2: exactly yeah for for me i feel like i'm past the point of like any real recognition and i'm really just trying to have fun with my friends yeah yeah like we're we have a great time we we book as many shows as we can we make new friends but like we're none of us are in like the the mindset that we're gonna like blow up or anything. Yeah. So like my and it's not a goal. I don't. Yeah. Think. We're well, just
0: might be logistically nightmarish if you did. Yeah.
2: I mean, we all <laughs> have Like kids. Like yeah, we're like we're talking we're about trying to do touring next spring. Yeah, by touring, tour oh, I mean we, five days. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: that's what we like to do. Like oh, we're we can warrior like, shit uh, the best. Yeah, we we've done a couple of those, and we're doing like an East Coast in August. Like I'm fucking that ecstatic, awesome. and oh, like, I would be too. Man. There's probably gonna be like 15 people. Who cares? Year, you know it does what doesn't mean? Matter, But dude, like in so the fun, in the car with your boys, sitting, yeah, and, and so, different, like, different cities, like, yep. it's fun, man. Here's the thing: Seen is the is, country like, a little bit? In, yeah,
1: in my older band, not like the first band I was in, but like three or four bands in, like we had a thing going, and I feel like we were like on the cusp and there was like,
0: yeah, you can get there. It's so hard to get past that. There was you
1: know? so like, but here's the thing I remember the most about all of that journey. Like we played 500 shows in two and a half years.
0: Oh God, damn. that's, that's, quite that's a, bit.
1: a fuck ton of shows. And we did, I didn't enjoy any of it because mm. you're trying so hard. <laughs> yeah, You're not enjoying the moment. You're always looking ahead. You're always w- wondering like, who's watching? Is this uh, label coming? Like, and you, and like, I look back on that whole experience. I didn't have any fun. Like, I didn't yeah. enjoy any yeah, of it while it was happening. Like, I can, I can kind of talk about it and sell it. Like, oh, this is cool memory that I had. Like, I played in a band and we.
0: It's really more about what it looks like on paper, though, than uh, how it actually made you feel, though. Yeah, you know.
1: And it's like, so with this, it's like, no, I just want to go have fun. Like, yeah. Like what? Whatever that looks like. like yeah, or I'm gonna play a co-op in lansing and afterwards we're gonna climb into the attic and take a tour of the place because we just like want to have an experience and like yeah break away from reality for an afternoon yeah and that's what a band law allows me to do anyway like
0: yeah dude like i'm i'm still fresh into that new mindset you know where like i've only recently kind of given up not but like you know like if if we like got lucky and blew up organically like I probably if it was worth it, I would drop everything I was doing and just go be a band. Sure. But like I'm not thinking about that happening and I'm actually thinking about the idea that that will never happen and like planning my life accordingly. Yeah. But it's it's so nice and I'm looking at things in a different way when I don't think about like, oh man, how many people are going to be here? Like, or if, or if we have a good show, it's like, all right, how do we parlay this into fucking bigger shit? It's it's more just like, dude. There's like 150 200 people here right now, like fuck yeah, yeah. Like that right now, it's happening. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't matter what happens the next day. Like right now, this is happening. Like that's awesome. So many people that pick up a guitar will never have this experience, and that's fine. You know what I mean? Like it's it doesn't doesn't matter. It's like it's so much nicer and more like a, a I don't know appealing to have. You know, realistic expectations and to live in the moment you know i think so much of music nowadays is uh how to make it is you know a negative ramp like i just feel like there's so many people like it's like political ladder climbing and like how can how can i use this person and pretend we're friends and like how can i like <laughs> set up this transaction so that like oh we're being really friendly but like you know you hook me up and i'll give you up and then they don't return the favor or whatever yeah. and it's just like the, the moment that there's a better opportunity they're gone like i i want nothing to do with that no same you know what i mean like it's it's so fun when you meet like interesting people that are just like into the fun of it yeah like i mean this podcast is, is never gonna make money you know what i mean <laughs> it's 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 like literally for people who don't give a shit about that stuff and if you care about that stuff, stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> stop right now.
1: There's no, there's like nothing worse than like trying to like write some songs and like put them out there and then reading like 50 articles on how to release your shit that just make you discouraged Ugh. and w- want to give up. Like <laughs> yeah. you got to do it this way and you got to do this way and you got to get this stream count. And you got to release two songs at a time and you got to like, like Oh my God. Like, like
0: no, And you got to make this yeah. post
1: on social media and you got to do this. And I, yeah. the music. like i don't i don't want to do any of that
0: right see like i would maybe i would maybe go as far as to like hire someone oh that to great. do the marketing stuff like hire some there's a lot of people like the girl i'm seeing is, is, is like an instagram marketer for artists yeah but like you know like actual like gallery artists but like does the shit that most artists don't feel like fucking doing yeah no you know exactly. what i mean like it's a different it's a different mentality it's rare that you find like an artist Who's actually engaged in trying to do the business side of things too, and I I envy those people. I just don't have a brain that works that way. Neither do I. It's
1: it's almost too much. It's yeah, it's you got kids, dude. Like I got jobs. Like
0: it's a lot. It
1: gets to a point where it's it's not fun anymore. Like it's not enjoyable. Like I just want to put a show.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I mean like having an Instagram is all fine and dandy, and I like having it to an extent where like. I can go back and look at all the photos from shows I've played. Yeah. But like thinking about what posts to make and when is like, God no. damn, dude. Yeah. Every time you play a show, you got to get all the photos together and be like, Oh, we had so much fun here. It's like, even if you did, it just, I feel like it's taking away from it to yeah. be like, now I got to go post about it. By the way, here we are next. I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely being cynical right now, but like I'm so jaded by it, dude. I just want to do it when I feel like it, when I don't feel like it fucking cares. Yeah you know but yeah are your kids into music at all
1: um well my uh, oldest plays saxophone so he's like a oh, full like band nerd and he's oh, really good at it he can read he can he knows more about music than i do i'll tell that. you that much um and then my middle son is really into rap oh, and fuck he's like yeah he's like on the oculus like uh yeah dude like Like, say what you want, but he's, like, on the Oculus and, like, this little, like, uh, rap group where they, like, teach each other, like... how they, they, like,
0: VR meet and shit? Yeah. Oh, that's dope.
1: And they're rapping on stage, like that's fucking sick all in VR and like they're giving each other like feedback and critique like I went down the other day that's amazing and I can't really hear what other people are saying (laughs) hoping for the best but like (laughs) but like I was down there one time and like my kid was rapping and like he's a huge Eminem fan and I could hear like somebody on the other end like giving him a critique and be like dude you cannot sing like Eminem every time like you gotta mix it up there's more than just Eminem as a rapper right but like He's been doing this for months now, and so now he's coming at me with all these different rap artists and like, did you know this history? Did you know like this? And
0: That's like, dope with her into the history and stuff. Oh, he, too. he for sure. He's into That's all so cool. of it. He
1: loves it. Um,
0: I miss that like one track minded youth. You know what I mean? Like when you get into yeah. something for the first diving time, diving down the rabbit hole. Dude, oh, he's so good. Yeah, yeah. and he's there. Feeling. And
1: like, what's crazy about the Oculus is it allows him to like do it for real but not real. no it's, but, but it's like
0: real? more than like what we would have had oh, as far yeah. as you know what i mean like, like short of actually going and like doing a high school talent show or something you yeah know I mean? like the
1: amount of tools that he has at his like disposal is like insane
0: that's so cool well hey i think uh i want to get into like real quick just like the shows you got coming up like release stuff release plans what people should know about the record coming out
1: yeah, so our, our record, I'm fine, everything's okay. Is it I'm fine and everything's okay? I put a comma in there. A comma. I'm fine, comma, everything's okay. Okay. Um,
0: He's like, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <and all> that.
1: <laughs> that comes out uh, July 7th. Um, our friends in a uh, new startup label uh, out of the- Slow fl- Gen Fizz. Area, area, yeah, Slow Gen Fizz put it out on cassette for us, which is pretty- they, they turned out really well. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really happy with the cassettes. Um, and then we have a release show, one at the Avenue in Lansing on July 7th. Um, I'm really pumped about that. And then we're playing Flint Alley Fest, which I think is going to be a pretty rad. I think that's going to be pretty big. Sick. I, I could be wrong. I could. <laughs> but we're playing I'm, with Cold George J- and Extra Arms. The Avenue shows going to be <clears> great. <throat> like...
2: And have
0: what you ever, have what you day is it? The that was the first Flint show I played.
1: No, the, the Avenue and Lansing. Lansing.
0: Oh, 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 oh! Yeah, I have got the alley and the Avenue okay, mixed up. Yeah. No, I played Max a couple times. Okay, and that was the only Lansing shit I've done. Oh, you should try the
1: Avenue's the avenue. right down the road. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Fucking yeah, and it's been around forever, but it's changed names. Like I played in, a sh- I played in bands there twenty years ago.
0: <laughs> oh wow,
1: it's like it's changed a lot, but yeah, it's sweet.
0: The new Max is good. I mean, I liked Max before, but I don't know if you've been to Max in, like, the last... I haven't. I have not. It's, like... Not since it changed hands. It's nice. Like, it's, it's... It's still got a little bit of that, like, rock bar type of vibe, but, like, it's a lot... Like, just objectively a lot nicer. Okay. And, uh... I mean, it's... Sound quality's still good. Like, I felt like the sound was good before... But the inside, the interior is just redone, it's nice. Yeah. It's not like super sterile, but a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it's cool. It's worth checking out. Like yeah. I was sad when they closed it down. I'm happy that like they're doing shows again. Like yeah. they didn't completely try to they didn't completely try to alter the identity of the place. You know. Sure. They just like revamped it basically. Um
1: And yeah, the past is was like complete dive bar. It almost. was
0: complete dive yeah. bar. Now it's like they it refinished it so that it can like comp- that it can disintegrate again one day and be a dive bar again, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still just like a beer bar, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, okay, cool. I mean, any uh, people want to like find you on social media or wherever, like Bandcamp? You want to give the um, tags and stuff?
1: Instagram and Facebook. Everything's at uh, Cult Therapy Music. Um, do we have a Bandcamp yet? And we do have a Bandcamp. I'm working on uploading shit to it but it'll be it'll all be ready by july 7th by we? time we go to release i accidentally re- released our record the other day and oops
2: then I, oopsies i didn't know how didn't, many listens did we get just me <laughs> that's,
0: that's what you call but i was like
1: oh
2: shit it's live
1: i didn't want to do that
0: <laughs> call a whoopsie day it yeah all right cool go check out cult therapy be good people